What if by the beginning of 2024, you felt confident, organized, and empowered in your business? What if you knew where everything was, your mind was organized, you could find anything you needed in seconds, you knew where every link, subscription, funnel, affiliate, idea, client, and important number that you want to track was located? What if you had a system in your calendar so you remembered everything you wanted to do each week, month, and quarter? And what if you had started documenting your business so that you could hire help and you were ready to scale? Wouldn't that be amazing? I have it for you. It's called Organized Coach Academy, and I am inviting you to be part of this inaugural round of the Organized Coach Academy. Right now, it's 50% off, and there are so many bonuses. I want you to learn all the information and register today so you can go to training.simplysquaredaway.com forward slash OCA for Organized Coach Academy and learn more. DM me on Instagram at Tracy Hoth. If you have any other questions, if you want the link directly, I will communicate with you there. And I look forward to you being a part of this. I want to help you get organized and help you organize your business. The Organized Coach Academy's inaugural launch will start the first week in October. So get registered today. Now let's get to the episode. We have Danielle Tienel on the show today, and she is sharing her unique perspective about viewing time as a gift. Are you ready to work less, feel more organized and productive, streamline repetitive tasks, and implement systems that allow your coaching business to run smoothly even without you? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Organized Coach Podcast, your go-to source for practical tips and solutions. I'm your host, Tracy Hoth, professional organizer, certified life coach, simplifying expert, and most of all, down-to-earth fellow coach just like you. No matter if you think you're missing the organizing gene, have ADHD, or just love anything organizing, I'm here to help you become an organized coach with a business that works for you. Pull up a seat and let's get started. Viewing time as a gift. When I saw Danielle email or message me that, I, it was like this calm feeling came over my body. And maybe it's a way that I'd never thought about time before, that it is a gift to us. And today I have Danielle Tienel on the podcast to talk about time and lots of other things. And so I wanted to say, welcome, Danielle. Can you share who you are, who you help, and tell me more about time as a gift? Hi, Tracy. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here. Yes, I am a certified life and time coach. And I help Catholic moms balance their busy lives. I come from a faith-based perspective in my work. I marry uh, faith and uh, Christianity into the strategies and tools that we um, can apply to change our lives and up-level satisfaction in all areas. And for me, I focus on moms and taking the overwhelm and stress and turning it into a life that is more balanced, filled with more peace. And I definitely want to hone in on bringing and creating more joy, no matter what stage of motherhood you're in, and no matter what comes your way in life. 
Love it. Is that possible to (laughs) not have overwhelm and stress as a mom? So starting out just about viewing time as a gift, is that where you start? It is part of the process that I have. It is a huge component, right? For that moms bring to us is our struggle between all that we have to do and juggle and the concept of time. And so like in all things that we focus on to be able to give us a different perspective, we have to go inside and inside in the mind. And when I start about time, I do want to reveal what what your beliefs and patterns of growing up have been about time, which is what we know that mental construct uh, is what keeps us from um, making the best of, of time. But in my case, I also bring a perspective from our faiths as Christian moms to bring our mind to a different area that normal society and regular life doesn't usually in that to call on your faith and God as the creator of this time, right? The creator of earth, the creator of of all, and to look at each day as a gift that he gives us, that we start anew. And then, of course, I do believe to organize your time going to him first, because he can, he is the maker of all things, right? That if we call on him and the promises that he's made for us in prayer, he's going to help organize our time for us. He'll open the way and help us get through those obstacles. So that is what I mean for a gift, because if you are thinking about time as the finite thing that it is, that it is the most precious commodity and and thing that we have, it isn't everlasting. We all know this, right? Mm -hmm. Even though some of us don't want to like, you know, focus on that or think about like we all have when we were born, we think about the hourglass, the sand started to fall and we cannot put it back up, right? Yeah. And so this perspective that each day and all the time that we have as a gift is there to help you direct your mind into like, oh yeah, so I don't want to waste it. I want to make the best of it. What do I think is the best way that I can honor him with it? So those are the kind of things that I help moms kind of help organize their time with. Well, and for me in the past, I don't know, six months to a year, I've been giving my business, like laying it before him and just saying, where do you want this to go? Yes. Who do you want to put in my path? What is the next thing? I'm open to whatever you want me to do. And I I don't know that I've thought specifically about time like that. I still probably struggle with more of the thoughts like I didn't do enough. I didn't get enough accomplished. You know, I'm not good with time or whatever all those thoughts are. So to think of that and lay it before him every day, this time is a gift. How do you want me to use it? is so much more of a like peaceful motivator than a, I don't know, stressful. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So this is, that is why when you have um, like, again, what you just said, the peace that it brings you, because as faith-filled moms, we believe that he can like open the way and show us and direct us. And if if we have asked him for his help, we'll receive it. Mm -hmm. And so I just think there's no greater place to start (laughs) than there, which is why in my uh, process that I use with all my clients called the cyclone mom method, the very first step that I ask whenever 
you know, in your businesses, you're looking to embark on something new or a new goal or anything, we still, we want to call on our faith first. And I love that you said that it brought you peace because I think there's no greater, I don't know what you would call it, like CEO to go to <laughs> who can help us <laughs> direct us in our businesses. It was Stephanie Gass that taught me this to have a CEO meeting with God each week. I love and it. I love so it. good. So it's yeah. been really, really fun. On the personal side with this mission to help moms see time as a gift, it was really sparked um, a few years ago during the time when I, my best childhood friend that I grew up with from, she's in my baby book as my first friend. She were very similar in age, but she was in the midst of her motherhood with three kids when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She ultimately passed away about three years ago, but that perspective, when you are met with a finite amount of time left, mm-hmm. really takes you to a, a new level of how you're using the time that you have left. And I really, again, I don't want it to take a tragedy like that for us to have to then take our mindset to using every day as a gift. Mm-hmm. But I do share that story because it is what really solidified in my brain to not wait for those joys that no matter what stage of motherhood or of your business then you're in, you don't want to delay joy. There's going to be challenges and there's going to be good things in each stage. But what we do is we constantly think, oh, but when I get here, mm-hmm. then I'll then I'll be happy, right? Yeah. Um, and that personal, again, journey that I had to take with my best friend and watching her pass away, she actually, I had a few goals that I was after that, of course, she knows about because we talked about all the time. And when she was in the hospital room and I walked in, she uh, finally said, so are you going to do it now? Like that, that extra kind of push and ump that don't delay. Cause look me, you don't know how much time you have. Yeah. Was she speaking of something specific for you? <laughs> she actually was. <laughs> or and what? Then, yeah. So what it was is for probably the last like 10 years building up to when she passed, I kept talking about getting a pool in my home, our, our house and our yard from the time we uh, purchased it, we're like, it's perfect for a pool. And I grew up with one and really wanted one, but I know that other moms can, uh, you know, can relate that when you have, I have three children that your focus goes to them and their schooling and, you know, you're trying to, you know, your bills with, <laughs> with kids and everything. So I kept talking myself out of that joy of wanting the, that kind of experience with my family. So she was probably tired of hearing it. <laughs> and then, cause you know, then I had college tuition and I would always make the excuse, well, we should put it for college. And when she was in the hospital room towards the end, when I walked in, the first thing she said to me is, so now are you going to get your pool? Oh, I love it. I, I love did. that it was something fun. So I'm like, you're right. That whole life is too short. I started the path to uh, getting it and we have loved it and enjoyed it. And I'm so glad that, you know, because you just, what, what she was trying to say is like, figure it out, put your Mm -hmm. time and energy into figuring it out. And I do have two children that are, are in college right now. And so I figured out how to have both kids college and the pool. And I, uh, yeah, it was her nudge. Um, but it is, is totally lit a fire inside of me to let, of course, we know this entrepreneurial journey, right? It's just being a coach and building a coaching business. Mm -hmm. Like it is, you know, it's hard and motherhood is hard. 
But in each stage of wherever you are, there's also great things about it. Mm-hmm. And our brains don't focus on that. It's mm-hmm. too much in a rush to get to the next one. And so my best friend's story has really lit a fire for me to tell moms and for your listeners, right? We can like th- talk about coaching business. Don't delay your joy. Mm-hmm. Create it now. Well, it's so funny because right before this, I had a call with a client and I just at the end reminded her, it's not going to be better when you have your home Mm -hmm. and your business organized. Enjoy now, enjoy today, be present in today when you are figuring things out and going through paperwork and working on your business. I mean, make sure you enjoy today. That's right. And that's where the overwhelm and the stress comes is when your mind forgets to look. Yeah, what you have accomplished, what you do have. It's only focusing on what you don't have and how much there's left to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. So you had mentioned the first step in your cyclone mom method. Mm -hmm. And I want to kind of talk through that. And maybe even I might ask you to give us an example from your own creating a business, like from your own perspective in business, in coaching, as well as maybe a mom. So let's just yeah, lay absolutely. that as we go. So the first step okay. was calling on your faith. Yeah. So let me back up one step to just talk to you about why it's called the cyclone mom method. Cause then okay. that will help you make more sense. I read something about a cyclone or, you know, we can also think about storms, right? We can mm-hmm. think about the storms, the chaos in our life. And I want to, vi- I want to have your listeners visualize the actual storm you know, tornadoes, cyclones, they work the same, but I picked the cyclone name and it said that cyclones draw its power from a calm center. Mm. And when I read that, I said, so do moms. Okay. So first of all, it was created by God and its purpose is to move forward. But if it doesn't have a calm center, a cyclone can't move forward. Same things for moms, right? We can't move forward and go after what we want without that calm center. And so that's where the cyclone mom method is. I literally want you to become a cyclone, to be able to draw on your God-given power, which is your brain, to remain calm, in control, and confident as a busy mom. And the visual is we're always going to have things swirling around our life. There's never not going to be a time when we don't have a whole bunch of circumstances And your circumstances change when you have small kids. And then when you have uh, older kids, you know, your circumstances change, but we're always going to have the weight on the scale, the amount of money in our bank accounts. We're going to have the bill we didn't expect or a family member or best friend getting a diagnosis. Like there's never not a time we're always going to be in the midst of having all of those. And I want you to draw on the power. That's where I help my coaching clients to be able to step into the center that's where your power lies, the calm center. Oh my so, gosh, that is so, so good. And thinking about it in your business and your coaching business too, yeah. drawing on that calm center. Oh, that story of the cyclone. Now I love cyclones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so now I'll go back to the steps. So in order to draw on your God-given power to feel in control of your business, to feel confident so that you move forward mm-hmm. and to remain calm. So you have the clarity, right? To troubleshoot because we are going to have trouble in this life and in our businesses, right? Right. The very first step that I, you know, put number one in the order is to call on my faith, to ask God for help. So want to relate that to my business, my prayer morning. I do what you mentioned, right? 
to, to bring me the clients he feels matches my gifts and is suffering out there and needs me. So anytime somebody comes to a consult call, I know that they are an answer to a prayer. Mm. And then if I'm deciding to do something, like I've recently uh, created a course on time called Divine Time to help moms take control of their time, but do it in a way that focuses and marries their faith to the concept of time. I prayed about that, like for him to, I still do, to bless it, right? To inspire me, inspire the content. And so that's how I call on my faith. Um, throughout the day before a consult, I'll say a little prayer about helping them. I just try and fashion it in knowing that I don't want to do it without his help. And again, I'm like, close that door if it needs to be closed. Mm-hmm. Or if I meet an obstacle, I help him help me to see it through your eyes, those kind of things. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. I draw on, I, I ask my clients, like, let's say they're questioning their worth, not thinking they're you know, a good enough mom. And we'll talk about that a little later, but I'm like, if you were sitting next to Jesus right now and having a conversation, would he say those words to you? Would he say, come on, buck up. You need to like, you haven't like cleaned up the house lately or let's go. Like, you know, we're so hard on ourselves. So Mm -hmm. I want them to call on their faith in that aspect. What would he say to you? How did he show up on this earth from what we know? Did he race around and was so stressed and overwhelmed all the time? No, he was calm and deliberate and he took lots of breaks and went off and had silent time in his own prayer. And so these are things I want to incorporate in my life, obviously, but in my business too. With my client, uh, one of my clients, I always tease her because she says things like that to herself. Her self-talk is pretty critical. And I'm like, okay, think of your grandkids. <laughs> Are you yeah. going to say that? She has like seven grandkids. <laughs> and, and she's like, oh no, I would never say that to my grandkids. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So step two. It's to clarify your goals. It still astounds me. I'm used to it now of when I ask my clients, okay, tell me, what do you want? It's the, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Or it's general, right? And I'm like, we got to break that down and get more specific about what it looks like if you want to be using your time more. What it, what it looks like that you're after in your business by the end of the week, like not in general. So mm-hmm. I know you probably heard this before, but I do use the GPS analysis, right? That in order to get where you're going, you need two things. You need your current location And not only where you're going, but exactly where you're going, like specifically where you're going. I can't help you if I don't get that clear picture. Because once I know, I'm always like, oh yeah, we totally can do that, (laughs) right? So that's why it's number two. It's like, we got to start there, clarifying your goals. You want more joy? What would that look like if you were already having more joy? You feel out of balance? Where are you out of balance, Mm -hmm. right? You don't have peace? What do you not have peace? about and what would it look like if you do what do you want to see happening so step number two clarify your goals so for your business yes what are your clear goals in this moment well i love that listening to your podcast reminds me of some like organizational goals that i would like (laughs) yeah so (laughs) what i did is i said where are you now 
And where do you want to be? So I went to my future self where um, I love the conversation that you had with um, Neil Williams on her podcast, who, you know, is uh, somebody that we both work with and she's amazing, right? You know, she, she helps you see like, you know, let's look at the end, you know, the end goal, like of where you want to go. But I, I love when you had the conversation about organizing your business now so it can grow and scale that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have another coach who talks about like, if you have a mess in your business now, you're going to have a mess later. So one of my personal business goals right now, which I have already done many things that you've offered on your podcast, including the filing system right <laughs> on my and clean out my files, uh, digital files. So that's right now one of the goals because I do want to grow organized in my business. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Step three. Okay, step three is connecting with yourself. And what I mean by this is I really want to find out what your identity is. What are the current beliefs that you've had from childhood and from the environment that you grew up with and and from things that happened that you are thinking about yourself now? So what this step focuses on is more of your identity. Are you someone, for instance, who holds on to the past? Are you a people pleaser? Do you fight with perfectionism? That was my story. How do you view boundaries? I guess identity is the word I'm using. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So connecting with yourself is, 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 I'll just go to know thyself. That's what we're trying to do. Know like what are your tendencies and habits and operating. And usually for me as a coach, that is digging if you are people pleaser, perfectionist, someone who really like relives the past. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we, that is the step that we definitely want to un- unwind and find out. Um, and be about. intentional about. That's what came to my mind. Like intentionally restating who you are versus who you think you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like who you want to be versus what you've always thought of yourself. That's right. Yeah. And in in this work, in my work in coaching and, and working with coaches, it became really apparent that perfectionism in my business was where I needed to work this step of connecting with myself. I was disconnected in thinking that things had to be perfect. In my first career as a professional ballet dancer, that was extremely useful. Oh yeah. When I became a mom and my first babies were twins, not so much perfectionism. And that then I carry when you, when you, that tendencies came back into my business thinking that, right. That's what kept me from putting content out there and, you know, going live or doing a reel or thinking about you'd get criticism and things. So that is the step that I had to really, um, work on mm-hmm. to unravel the perfectionist tendencies, which totally helped my business right Mm -hmm. now. It's like a B minus. That's good enough. That's going to help someone out there. Press send and go. For me, what comes up is I always think I'm not an entrepreneur. I really Mm. just want someone to tell me what to do. So for the longest time you search out who can tell me what to do. And I wish someone would just tell me what to do. Like, I don't want to make decisions. So that's part of it. So I had to really get clear on that is a thought, but there's also, it's also true that I definitely am and that I'm good at making decisions. So I had to go find the evidence to prove that that's true about myself. The other thing that comes up is, yeah, kind of putting things out there, putting, you know, your content out there. I just think I'm worried about being embarrassed. (laughs) So I just had to get really good at practice getting embarrassed. So those are my two. 
as far as connecting with self. Of course. And it's of course not uncommon to, if you talk to other entrepreneurs, they're like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, me too. But what I have learned is that you can feel uncomfortable, embarrassed, and that will show up in your body in a, in a way, right. That how embarrassment shows up for you. But what got me more is that it was super uncomfortable to not see if I was capable of creating what I dreamed to have my business. So it's ultimately you're picking two flavors of uncomfortable. Which one am I going to pick embarrassed or am I going to pick not going after what I want in my business? They both feel terrible, but one of them, the embarrassment flavor will yield you a result that you want. Yes. And that's so valuable about coaching in general, having a coach see that because you don't naturally think that you're uncomfortable, not knowing that what you could be. You know, you just think you're uncomfortable getting embarrassed. So that's so valuable for a coach to be able to see that in you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. The next one. The next step of the Cyclone Mom method is to confidently be mom. And this one takes that whole, I'm not a good enough mom and is making sure that you, we can, right, just kind of uh, crumble and really pick apart this idea that that's a thing or that there's this outside, um, you know, manual that tells you what a good mom is, as opposed to taking ownership of you deciding what that is. So we really, in this step, make sure that we come back to the worth part. And of course, when I marry the faith into it, we're looking like, look, the fact that you exist, you were created by God, that you're a child of God can just have you stepping into that you're already a hundred percent worthy. And then this business-wise, I'll say and where that where this showed up for me, um, confidently being mom, is to also just be like, you know, coming back to thinking I'm not supposed to have all the focus on me as a mom. And then this brings in the self-care aspect where now I should be, you know, putting the kids first and and everything like that. I want moms to to know that the number one thing at the heart of the matter, and it's actually in the heart of the model, the self-coaching model that we, um, life coach certified that we teach, it's in the middle that that how we feel is just matters most. So how we feel about our motherhoods is important, but most of, most of all, like how do we feel about ourselves and how we're doing? And I have to remind, we get to decide. We get to decide that in our businesses. I get to decide if it's a success or if I'm behind. It's all up to me. Mm-hmm. I do remember um, seeing someone get coached on being a good mom and they were asked, well, what is a good mom? Well, mm-hmm. nobody's really defined that. <laughs> what is a good mom? Your kids are perfect and they do everything right and they obey you and they don't talk back. But it has nothing to do with what your kids do. It has to do with what you define as being a good mom. Does that mean getting them fed? And that might be it. So that's the definition. Oh, then you have so much more freedom. Like that happens every single day, pretty much. (laughs) So you are a good mom. But thinking about that in my business too, like have I really defined that? What is success? Like what, it's not what my business does on the outside. I mean, I can focus first on what is success for me? Exactly. And so with this step of confidently being mom, and now I want to just say, let's just say like confidently being the business owner. Mm -hmm. right? Or being the head of my coaching business. Mm -hmm. Like you can just fit that confidence. And what that still means is I have to 
question and and know, do I feel worthy of this business? Do I feel worthy of the income? Do I feel worthy of the what I'm creating that is worthy to help somebody out there? One person, you know, mm-hmm. thousands of people. And then also self-care. How am I caring for myself so that I have feel, feel filled up feeling-wise that will drive the actions I need to take in my business? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the same thing. I just, when I work with my clients related to all things in our motherhood, right. But it it absolutely, the confidence part is about our self-worth and are you taking care of yourself? Are you doing things in your business that are uplifting and helping you as opposed to knocking down your confidence each time? Love it. These are so good. Okay. The last one. Yeah, the last one is not going to be a surprise because if we're talking about helping busy moms, all right, busy humans, that word busy, then you know that we must take control of our time, okay? And as we mentioned at the beginning here, I want to always give it a faith perspective, a Mm faith-based perspective, because time is a mental construct we're out there when we forget that, like I constantly, I even know that in my own coach has to remind <laughs> it to me, you know, uh, sometimes, but that is what I help mom see again, is that we like time. It is what we talked about earlier, like, uh, a limited resource, but we also have such a power within ourselves to take our minds, draw on our faith as God, the creator, and to believe that we have like enough time as opposed to I don't have enough time. And really in this stage is where we prioritize, find out what our priorities are, but also question it. Oh, I don't have enough time to do that. And then you're like, you don't, you know, you don't want to, you don't need to. What if, what would you do if you, if you did make time, is it even something that's a priority for you? I just think with time, we just want to do a lot of questioning on what our default brain tells us about time. And then of course the faith-based, like looking at what is your mission in your business right now at the stage you're in. I say this for moms, like what's your mom mission? If you've got littles, your mission is different than me who has two in college and one in high school right now. And how I view my time is different. But in a nutshell, I want to help empower you to take more control of it. So instead of letting time rule you, we want to just make the decisions for ourselves of what is important to spend our time right now in this place in our business. Mm -hmm. So this makes me wonder, do you, like in your course, Divine Time, do you have more time tips and time practices that you use, or is it really getting your head around how you think about time? I want to say that not even just in time, but having perspective shifts from your mind and what you're thinking about your life in any category is always the first step, gaining more awareness. Mm -hmm. So I would say that that is the majority, but I would invite us to say, isn't it the majority in everything that we're (laughs) trying to get better at? grow satisfaction in is we need to find out what we're currently believing and what's going on in our mind, get it out, look at it, question it. So the very first module in my course has to do with exactly that. And what I, the way I call it is enhancing your relationship. We all have a relationship with time. Mm -hmm. Is time your enemy 
Do you always feel like it's not around enough? And, or are you like me? Like, no, it's a gift. This day, tomorrow's not promised everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So what do I want to do with it today? Even if that means I want to rest and chill out by the pool, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but I pick it deliberately and uh, deliberately. And of course, like I'm grateful for it. Well, that's the, that's the shift I think is we know how much that shift is going to make. And then we can trust that the choices we're going to make because we have a clear picture of what we think and a good relationship with time, we can trust ourselves. But I find all of us or me, so I assume everyone else (laughs) tends to want to find the perfect plan or want to find the perfect tracker or secrets and hacks that help you with your schedule versus really spending the focus time on your shift in your relationship with time. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the action part of it. And I love strategies and tips and what learn from what other people have worked for them. But you still have to ultimately, if you're not open and looking at time in the way that you're the boss of it and you are the one co-creating Like we may say our prayers and ask him, but then he's like, we got to get going Mm -hmm. and, and do the things ourselves. So I I love like a good strategy and, and, and tip, but if that foundational part of your relationship with time, that's where you want to start. And then of course, in the course, my intention is to bring way more awareness. It's probably that the connecting with yourself is when one of the, that's in the cyclone mom method, I have something a module in the course is called overcoming your time bombs. And it's literally finding out what, what is keeping you personally? Like one of the time bombs is perfectionism. That was keeping my time. Like when it would take me three hours to write an email because I needed it to be perfect. Right. And then there's like, are you someone who's indecision? Are you a people pleaser? There's some time bombs that this, that the course dives into that helps find out which are the ones that are sabotaging your, your time. And then I've got like where you make a personalized plan. And then this is where you got to clarify your goals. Most people want to balance their life between themselves in my case. And and most of the people I work with their faith, their families, their home and their work slash vocation. If you you know, if or could be like volunteering things too. those five sections. So there's, you really got to make decisions and decide what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Before you can kind of go after. So yes, there's definitely the mindset piece, but I marry it with the strategy and the action to be able to get control of your time, to take charge of it. This has been so good, just refreshing my own mind about my relationship with time and just how I want to think. And I have some journal prompts from things that you asked that I want to go sit with and and um, bring to my CEO time. <laughs> How, Danielle, would people find you and find out more about these things that you've created? Well, if you're interested in knowing more about the Cyclone Mom Method, it is now available in a digital version of a book that comes with a bonus workbook and the audio version. Mm. And so there's a link where you can access that. And then, as I said, one of the main parts of the Cyclone Mom Method is to take more control of your time. And if you are interested in the course called Divine Time that will help you do just that, take more control of your time, then you can also, there'll be a link to be able to to go straight to it. But I would like to also give you all the 33 time-saving secrets 
the strategies that will help you regain control of your schedule. Mm. And I, I really think that we all love, like we had talked about when, (laughs) when we have a starting point from somebody else who knows that these are, that these are effective strategies Mm. and not all of them are going to be, I have 33, an abundant amount, but just Mm. enough to not be overwhelming right? So that you can find something on there to just start taking action on today. And these strategies are all things that I know will be effective to help you regain control of your schedule right away. Oh, I love that. Okay. And that's free for anybody that wants it. We'll put a link to all three of those things, the guide, the secrets and the um, course, and also a digital copy to your book. That would be amazing. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much for being here and just sharing your heart. It's so clear, your relationship, your faith and knowledge and all the people that you've coached and how you can help. So I really appreciate your time. It was so fun. Thanks for having me here. Oh, and you have a podcast. So we'll put a link to your podcast too, The Peaceful Mind. Yes. It's called the peaceful mind podcast for busy moms. There you will find all the same tips that I help moms to have a more balanced life when we're, when we're so busy. And yes. And then I also have a lifetime access group coaching program called busy to balanced. Oh my gosh, you do it all. And your podcast is great. Your voice is great. You, I listened to your personal story on there and how you got into coaching. It was so good. So I love it. Okay, until next week, think about your time and your relationship with time. Thanks for listening to the episode. Please share this episode with your coaching bestie and tag me on Instagram at Tracy Hoth. And of course, I would be so grateful if you could subscribe and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me. To thank you, go grab the file naming formula cheat sheet and watch the workshop replay, Three Secrets to Organize Your Digital Files. Both are linked in the show notes. Until next time, have a beautiful week.